numbers equal power. Spread the word about RagingElephantsRadio.com. Yep, the only way out is out. Thanks again to Terry Hall, mother of 10, and an expert on Texas transportation. What is your excuse for not getting off the couch and getting involved in the battle for liberty? As our friend, our good friend and charter member of the of, of, of RER team, G-Rod, Radio Caliente, George Rodriguez, is fond of saying, the defense of liberty begins in your own backyard. You got to get active. You got to get out there. Liberty is not free. Daniel Miller, uh, president of the Texas Nationalist Movement, Raging Elephants Radio contributor, and the author of the soon-to-be bestseller on multiple best-selling list. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, the book Texit. He's on the line right now. Daniel, seven seven trillion dollars. I know. I, I was just wondering how they got Sir Oswald Mosley to be their economic advisor for this budget. Oh, my goodness. Uh, did you yeah. hear the conversation I had with Terry? Yeah, I did. And, you know, I, I'm going to tell you that the infrastructure spending was the thing that just immediately jumped out to me. I mean, not not that things like the, you know, the lunchbox deliverables didn't uh, – didn't jump out too, but the infrastructure one, because, you know, here, here it was the example. It's like, okay, here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pump one and a half trillion dollars into infrastructure spending, but it's not really one and a half trillion dollars. It's really this paltry sum. And then we're going to make the states and the local governments match it four to one. So, so what, what you're essentially saying is you're going to take my money, you're going to hang on to it, and then you're going to make my state and local government tax me even more to be able to get a fraction of that money back. And it's yet again, it's the same case, the economic and fiscal case that we make for Texas independence. I, I, I call, I call Texas, the Texas government in its current status, a plutocracy, Daniel. I call Washington devil city, a kleptocracy because they're always trying to find a way to steal the fruits of our labor some sort of way. And Texas well, seems to always be more prominently in the crosshairs than any other state, no matter what the plan is, Daniel. Well, I, you know, you, you refer to them as a plutocracy. You know, we used to just refer to them as the Vichy government in Austin. Uh, you know, the bunch of federal collaborators. But, you know, look, the, these guys, and, and you and I both know this, I mean, they spend an inordinately large amount of time in the legislative session figuring out how they're going to recapture these federal dollars. I mean, there was a last minute debate in this last session where they're like, Hey, we have to pass this legislation or we don't get this federal money. Well, you know, I, I hate that our guys are groveling in front of the, you know, to maybe get a little bit of crumbs from the master's table, but I understand what they're doing. They're essentially just trying to get us our money back. And, and so I, I get it from that standpoint, but I also well, that, was always, that was always Ron Paul's argument. When Ron Paul would get criticism over how he would, you know, when earmarks were in fashion up in Washington, Devil City, and he would always make these deals to get these appropriations, these carve-outs, you know, for Brazoria County and, and best and such, his argument was, well, we pay so much, I'm just trying to get some of our money back. Well, and it's, it's a legitimate argument, you know, and, and it's, you know, it's the same argument that we made uh, over this stuff with Harvey. You know, when, when, the, when Harvey hit, it happens every time there's a natural disaster. You and I talked about this, you know, these anti-Texan people 
want to come out and they're like, well, you know, don't, I guess you don't want to leave the union now. It's like, no, I just want, you know, we just want some of our money back. You know, you, you start getting down to brass tacks. You say, even on a good year, okay, we overpay to the tune of about $103 billion into the federal system every single solitary year. That's money that comes out of Texas that we never see again. I mean, it, it just disappears from us and goes into the pockets of these other people. Hold a thought, hold a thought, hold a thought, Daniel. I always say when, when politicians or even the people say it's our money, I say, no, it's not our money. Is it in our possession? It's the government's money, and they're going to do with it what they want. Possession is what? Two-thirds of the law or something like that or whatever. The government, you cannot go and get it. There's no ATM for you to go and get it. It is no longer your money. You are depending on the government when you file your tax returns to give you something back. If they owe you something, you have to rely on them to give it to you back. In California, you may get an IOU as historically chronicled. So, you know, the situation is it's not our money once they get it out of our pockets. That's why we don't like the Internal Revenue Service. That's why we don't like an income tax. That's why an income tax is communist, because the government gets its money before you get your money after you've worked for it for 80 hours this week, Daniel. Yeah, the, the income tax is the worst savings plan known to man. You know, you, you, you cough it up out of your paycheck. They, they forcibly take it from you. Uh, and then they hang on to it for 12 plus months and then they give you back some of it with zero interest for what you overpaid. So it's a, you know, it's, it, I heard a guy refer to it as the worst, uh, the worst savings plan ever. And you know, it always, it always cracks me up because you know, we're coming around to that time of the year where people are going to be, you know, filling their shopping baskets at Walmart. So excited right, right. they got their tax refund, you know, it's like, you better say, you better say that for the toll booth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy. Hey, but you know, you here, here's save it for the toll booth. Hey, That's where it's going to be spent. I don't we, know, man. We told people this was going to happen. You know, this, this was, it was not going to be long until we got to see this, this stuff in play. And, and, you know, it's funny. I say funny. It's pretty sickening. Um, uh, to, to watch these, these apologists go out there and, and make excuses about why this budget is a good deal. You know, why it's a good deal. Well, it strengthens the military. Well, you know, if we weren't wasting money in the military, we wouldn't have to dump so much more money into it. Right. Right. You know, I mean, and it, it, so the smartest thing and the smarter thing is for Texas to be independent, have our own military and then allow, to, and allow the United States to protect us. We save money by having no. <laughs> That's what they do to everybody. If they're protecting Latvia, I'm hoping they would protect us too. <laughs> I know. It's, you know, it's just the, the whole thing's just rather asinine. But, uh, you know, the, the one thing that, that I am uh, very happy to see is uh, some of these people who, who decided that they were going to, you know, hit the pause button and, and you know, wait and see what was going to happen. Uh, you know, what, what we've got is. We've oh, got a, an administration it. that promised to lock her up that has not locked her up, uh, that would not prosecute Lois Lerner when the Internal Revenue Service came after and persecuted conservative organizations. I mean, it was. And we know people that were targeted. We absolutely, absolutely. We personally know a G-Rod. We, know, we personally know a bunch of people yeah. that got attacked by the RS. Yeah, Lois Lerner walks free. You know, Koskinen walks free, but, you know, that pledge to... Eric to, Heinrich Holder walks yeah. free, held in contempt of Congress and having discussions about running in 20, 2020. Yeah, 
So, I mean, you know, you, you start running through the list uh, of all of these things and it's like, okay, so now this budget is just one more thing. Um, you know, you, you can't, you can't go out and make, make the case that the national debt is unsustainable. So therefore you should be elected and then propose a budget like this. Uh, it just can't be done. And, uh, not with any, not with any honesty whatsoever. And, and I got to tell you, all of these guys out there that have got their lips firmly pressed against the, the backside of, uh, the Trump administration, they're, they're, uh, they're in for a rude awakening because I, I'm sorry, I don't care how much money you dump into the, into the military and how rah-rah you are and how many Toby Keith CDs you buy and how many uh, American flag do-rag bandanas you have. The mm -hmm. fact of the matter is, is when you run this economic union into, into a debt that is over 100% of the GDP, this, this, it's, it's over. I mean, this thing is a ticking time bomb and, and it's a dead man waiting to fall over. And, uh, you know, if making America great again means running it into the ground and mortgaging the future of our grandchildren and their grandchildren, uh, I don't want any part of it. Us, 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 not, not our children, not our grandchildren. We've got some years left, Daniel, and this, yeah. this thing can implode before we expire, dude, before our expiration date. This thing can, we're already looking at interest rates have to, think, my goodness. I mean, Daniel. I was going to go to break, but think about this, and I got to go to break, but think about this, and we'll, and we'll talk about it, and then we got so many things to talk about as far as T&M is concerned. I, I'm sorry to get sidetracked, but we got, we've got interest rates, government debt, long, the long end, approaching 3% with the central bankers planning to raise the Fed funds rate four times this year. Nominally, the long, uh, the, the, the long uh, 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 end of the yield on bonds nominally is going to be 6 7%. And we're sitting at less than three right now. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we're seeing market volatility. And one of the primary reasons is the fear of rising interest rates. Think about all the debt the United States of America has right now and the amount of money that they are going to be losing or all the bond calls that they are going to have to make as interest rates begin to rise, right? All that money that's on the Federal Reserve's books that Dr. Vance, Dr. Vance Ginn says the Fed Reserve on its balance sheet right now has the equivalent of one year of U.S. government expenditure, one budget, $4 trillion. Think of, all, think, think of as rates rise what the debt service is going to be to the U.S. This is ridiculous. Oh, and it's, it's even worse. I mean, this is going to be the third or fourth straight year that both China and Japan have dumped massive amounts of U.S. debt uh, back onto the market. Uh, they're not buying it anymore. Uh, so it's, you know, look, this is, this is, uh, to say that it's a ticking time bomb, uh, I think, I think ignores the fact that really it's the bomb, the bomb has already blown up. We're just waiting to see where the pieces fall. Daniel Miller is the president of the Texas nationalist movement. And when we get back, we'll get out of Washington devil city and we'll talk specifically about the March 6, 2018 Texas primary and the Texas nationalist movement's role in it. They have released their endorsements list and um, it's quite a slate.
It's a shocker. Who's included and who's excluded? Who responded and who didn't? It's quite a story. Daniel will give you the full 411 if you don't cut the stream. This is your Texas Network, RER, RagingElephantsRadio.com. Hey, Texans. This is Wendy. Let me introduce you to the RER Pet Store powered by Amazon. In the RER Pet Store, anything that Amazon carries is available to you. Instead of going directly to Amazon, come to RagingElephantsRadio.com first. Click on the RER Pet Store link and search for whatever you need for your furry buddy. How about this? Whenever it's time for dog or cat food, get it through the RER Pet Store powered by Amazon. Another easy way to support the rebellious voice of Texas Liberty. RagingElephantsRadio.com RER Cross is the Christian programming of RagingElephantsRadio.com. Here's a sample from Pastor Keenan Smith. See, however, though, I believe the White House is supposed to stand as the people's house for all individuals. So I believe it is sinful and wrong for the White House to spend tens of hundreds of thousands of your tax dollars to bathe the White House in rainbow colors celebrating their victory. So let me say this, that we expect an unregenerated individual to act lost. Lost people act lost. We expect that. We even expect them to embrace or promote or even applaud homosexuality and other ungodly practices because that's where they are in life. We understand that. The question is, is not do they act lost, but do we act found? Enjoy Pastor Keenan Smith, 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Sundays on RER Cross, right here on RagingElephantsRadio.com. Texas Specialties is in a little town of 1,000, Three Rivers, Texas. Texas Specialties is a small family business in a town where treating people right is a way of life. The Stubbs Family's Texas Specialties. Started out doing high-quality t-shirts for Texas music scene bands at affordable prices. Everything, the design, the artwork, the printing, accepting minimum orders, even selling t-shirts for the bands online. And now they bring that experience to you anywhere in Texas. Texas Specialties. You can do the same for any small business, for teachers, for schools, dance classes, athletic teams, clubs, and anyone needing good quality screen printing at an affordable price. The Stubbs family loves to work with ideas and the people who have them. Your experience with Texas Specialties will be excellent. Anything less just will not do. Call 361-784-2052. 361-784-2052. Click Texas Specialties. Add on RagingElephantsRadio.com. My name is Dr. Annalisa Bailing. I'm a naturopathic physician in Michigan. I have two practices, one in Flint area, Swartz Creek, and the other one in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So kind of spans the state from one area to the other. <laughs> I think I first met you and Vital Choice um, maybe six years ago in or at one of the AAMP conferences, the naturopathic um, conferences, and fell in love with your the quality, um, the service staff is amazing, and just the ability to have products shipped directly to my office and be able to sell products to my patients and know that they're the best quality on the market. My patients love the canned salmon and the tuna is just, it's hard to keep in stock sometimes because they just love the quality. And they're willing to pay a little bit more to know that it's the better quality. Visit Vital Choice Wild Seafood and Organics through the RER Marketplace. 
What do you care about Washington, D.C.? D.C. doesn't care about you. You're a Texan. You're a Texan above all else. And there's only one radio station that's going to feed your need for Texas power and independence. RagingElephantsRadio.com. Finally, the Patriots of the Lone Star State have a unified voice to fight back and organize. 24-7, 365. RagingElephantsRadio.com is going to give you what you need to know about Texas politics, liberty, and independence. Take us wherever you go. RagingElephantsRadio.com. Streaming on your computer, smartphone, tablet, and internet auto. Take us wherever you go. Raging Elephants Radio. Streaming on your computer, tablet, and smartphone. The Raging Elephants Radio app 2.0 is about to be released. Get ready. So you're going to go ahead and just go ahead and download the app right now. Go to your app store. Go to, to uh, the Google Play and do a search for Raging Elephants Radio or even Texas Politics. You know the logo by now. The logo will certainly verify that you're downloading the proper app but we're fixing to go strong on the app we want you to be in on it so you know no it's not gonna be anything like major we're not gonna be streaming video through it. not yet but we are gonna be doing some other things with the app cost some cash it costs cash, Daniel Miller. Therefore, any any business owners out there who like the work of Raging Elephants Radio needs to be like advertising. Correct. Absolutely, it's it is the uh, the 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 secret that the opposition has long known and has practiced, and and our side still hasn't figured it I out. Haven't yet. figured it out yet, man. I I, I actually have an eleven minute video um, <laughs> talk that talks about the funding of the Texas Tribune. Uh, as a 501c3, right? Um, <laughs> it's very interesting, some of the, the donors, um, the Republican donors to the Texas trip. It is uh, fascinating. But, um, oh, by the way, I don't want uh, to get in trouble with the first lady. How is she today? She's good. She's good. She's, uh, she was, she's having lunch with her parents today. Mm. And while I'm here getting my uh, portrait painted, sitting among some kudzu in a chair. What are you doing amongst weeds, man? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I just, you know, it's this guy who pr paints presidential portraits and his work has been, <laughs> is so awesome. I thought I'd, I thought I'd get him in here. <laughs> Daniel, um, groundbreaking work. Congratulations to the TNM, the TNM.org. The membership, not I. I, I mean, I, I I congratulate you uh, yeah. overseeing the entire process, but my the membership seriously, what you've done in this vetting process and the candidates that the TNM has endorsed for the March 6, 2018 primary. Uh, we had a long discussion last night with the membership. It was a closed meeting for the membership to reveal those choices to them and discuss the process, how it was done. It's, it's an astounding 18 candidates from around the state, various offices, and multiple parties, multiple parties that the TNM has endorsed for the 2018 primary. An astounding job. I don't know where to begin. You have the floor. I mean, you can begin with how you guys did it. <laughs> but the 18 candidates, people need to go to the TNM.org just to see the collection of the 18 candidates. It's no way, no how. We would be able to go through all of them today. It took us over an hour last night 
uh, in the closed meeting for the TNM membership only. Closed meeting just for the TNM membership video um, virtual town hall. Daniel, what's most important to begin with? Yeah, I think it's I think it's important uh, to understand. And strangely enough, we didn't cover this last night, but I, I'm pretty sure that all the members uh, understood this from the jump. But as we get ready to send out the email to the public today, uh, which that goes out uh, later this afternoon, uh, I think it's important for everyone to understand what what these endorsements are. You know, we we didn't have a vetting committee that went through and and micro analyzed all of their policy positions or anything else. Um, what we did simply was we, we had them, we sent an invitation out to, uh, I think it was over 5,500 candidates at every level here in Texas, uh, and then uh, invited them to take a survey where we measured them really on two things. First was values and mission alignment. Do they uh, agree with uh, our values and the core tenets of our mission? Uh, and then the second part was really sort of an aptitude test to, to understand to know whether or not they uh, understand sort of the, the core principles, constitutional principles that deal specifically with what our organization is about. And so, you know, it measured their understanding of uh, Article 1, Sections 1 and 2 of the Texas Constitution and their understanding of the Tenth Amendment. And then all of that, those survey responses were uh, put to the membership. The membership got a chance to, to uh, do their own vetting and to either make a recommendation to endorse or to make a recommendation that we not endorse. So, uh, you know, for the first time, uh, the the endorsement process was completely out of the hands of the leadership. Well, well, to so, to a certain extent, right? I mean, because well, you guys, took, yeah. took, well, you took it to a next level. I mean, you did a few, you you did some background checks, social media, make yeah. sure that there seemed to be some consistency. You know, you know, but the, pretty much it was in the if something needed to be reported to the membership, you were in a position to report that to the membership. Um, you didn't want the membership to get burned, if you will. Right. I mean, you know, it was, it was necessary for us. And, and actually, you know, what's funny is you and I have, have talked about this uh, the last few times that I've been on, but uh, I think it's important to remind everyone that, you know, one of the, one of the things that I found personally most fascinating was as we moved from that, that first stage of the process, which was the survey into the vetting, uh, you know, one of the things that, that really jumped out almost immediately was how many of the candidates started the survey and then abandon the survey when it came time to uh, explain Article One, Section One, and Article One, Section Two, and the Tenth Amendment in their own words. Um, you know, I I think that for some of these folks, they thought it would be easy to go through and check some boxes. And and frankly, the the survey was not. You know, as as someone who has run for state level office. I can tell you that some of those endorsement surveys are pretty grueling. I mean, it, it made me long for the old days of the SAT. Um, but the, the fact is, is that our, our survey was not that complex. I mean, it was literally about 15, 16, 17 choices where they agree, disagree, um, and then answer some, some open forms, you know, where they uh, explain those, explain why they think uh, – they should why they why our members should support their candidacy you know some some very basic things but it, it was very telling for me that uh when so many and i and i'm going to tell you that we probably bounced out about 60 percent of the surveys because they never made it past that that question about article one section one wow um, 
I mean, they, they just didn't complete it. So a non-complete on the survey wasn't even up for discussion. But, you know, I, I think for me, and I, and I said this uh, the last time we were on the program talking about this, it, it's, it's very, I think, I think there should be some serious concern among um, not just TNM members and supporters, but, but really the, the Liberty community as a whole, that we've got so many candidates that get flummoxed by a question about the very, literally the first words in the Texas Constitution. Yeah, like I always uh, say, it's like missing Genesis 1-1 in the Bible. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's cause for concern. So, uh, but, you know, beyond that, the other thing that, that, we, that this endorsement process didn't do is that we didn't go to each candidate. We didn't go through and, and look at their individual policy positions about education or anything like that. It's, it was to simply measure the candidate against their alignment with our organizational values and, and really what we're about as an organization. So um, the members were, they had all of the information, every bit of data that we collected from the survey was handed over to the members, uh, including links to their websites, uh, you know, all of their responses. And then the members had an opportunity, you know, they had a full, they had a full week to go through and uh, peruse their websites to reach out to the candidates if they wanted to and then come back and, and, and make their decision uh, as to whether, or their recommendation as to whether we should endorse or not endorse. The list came out to about um, 18, and I want to I go through some of the more outstanding ones, Daniel. Uh, I want to take a quick break right here to give us plenty of time on the other side to do that with the remaining minutes we have left in today's program. Um, I want to go through some of the ones that really caught my eye and some of the ones that caught your eye. And, and we'll start, let's start with Land Commissioner when we get back. And then we can move on over to uh, Lieutenant Governor and uh, State Reps and perhaps some of the ones, if we have time remaining, some of the ones that didn't make it. Daniel Miller is the president of the Texas Nationalist Movement. Based in the heart of the Golden Triangle Needle in Texas, it is the preeminent organization advocating for Texas independence on the globe and has been doing so approaching now a quarter of a century. Daniel Miller is a Raging Elephants Radio contributor. He's the author of the soon-to-be-released book, Texit. You can get it on Amazon. Can you do it? The RER 2 plus 2 challenge. Howdy, rowdy Texans. It's me, E, the millennial voice of RER. I'm a big fan of RagingElephantsRadio.com. More Texas voters should be listening to RER every day. A better, deeper knowledge of how Texas works will help Texas voters to make Texas more like Texas. The RER 2 plus 2 challenge. Listen to RER two hours a day, every day, for two weeks. You'll learn more about Texas politics in two weeks than you've ever known. Mark it on your daily calendar. Set your phone alarm. The RER 2 plus 2 challenge. Two hours a day, every day, for two weeks. RagingElephantsRadio.com. The rebellious voice of Texas liberty. 
You need money overnight? Check into cash. Your time is tight. Dot com. Bank accounts too low? Check into cash. So where do you go? Dot com. Do it online in a record time. It's the easy way to get money next day. Do a quick click from home. at check into cash. Dot com. You can be sure it's secure. From our bank straight to yours. Do a quick click from home. at check into cash. Dot com. Check into, check into cash. Check into cash gives you more money for your title and the lowest title loan rate anywhere. You'll save money because we'll beat any rate. Call check into cash and we'll prove it. If you already have a title loan, ask check into cash about paying it off so you can save money on a better title loan. Check into cash will beat any rate anywhere and we'll prove it. Get on down. Check into cash. Ching. Visit Check Into Cash through the RER Marketplace. Jim Bolger is the demolition man. He demolished the old Buccaneer Hotel and U of H football stadium, and now he wants to demolish the good old boy tax and spend ways of Galveston County. He has years of experience managing big jobs and men and materials. Ever-rising taxes and out-of-control budgets must be demolished, and Jim Bolger is the man to do it. We don't need another career politician. On March 6th, vote for the demolition man. Jim Bolger, precinct for Galveston County. TV and radio are great mediums for mass instruction, but for those times when you just want to hold something in your hands, there is the damn good times. I still love the newspaper, but I'm tired of the liberal bias. That's why I reach for the damn good times. Always full of interesting stories and great information, and you can have it delivered to your doorstep by calling 281-332-5710 or sending an email to news at thedamngoodtimes.com. Just $50 a year will get a full subscription. It's a great gift for all patriots you know. Do it now. Here's how to use the RER app on your commute and get the latest Liberty 411. First, download the RER app on your smart device, phone or tablet, Apple or Android. Search Raging Elephants Radio in your App Store or Google Play and hit the search button on your keyboard. Connect your device to your car audio system. Do it via Bluetooth or auxiliary jack. Riding old school? Stick in some quality earbuds and enjoy the serious HD stereo. No excuses. It's here. RER app. Texas Talk is all the rage. Apostle Claver T. Kamalamani on RagingElephantsRadio.com. I mean, it's not like I planned on hammering Dan Patrick today, but I mean, he's just a very good exhibit A on precisely what Daniel and I are talking about. Some of these candidates not familiar with the Texas Constitution that they swear an oath to uphold if they happen to get the check mark by the people of Texas. Patriot Char confronted Dan Patrick during the 2014 primary when he was running for lieutenant governor and asked him after a debate out in Clear Lake about Article 1, Section 1, Section 2. Before I get back to Daniel, I just felt like I just had to play it. It's, just, it's too good. First off, I wanted to give you this book. Yes, thank and you. secondly, I want to ask you if you're is it, familiar. Is that you? No, it's not me. Okay. I want to ask you if you're familiar with uh, Article 1, Section 2 of the uh, Texas Constitution. I don't memorize everything, okay. so read That's fine. Okay, all political powers inherit in the people, right. and all free governments are founded on their authority and instituted for their benefit. 
The faith of the people of Texas stands pledged in the preservation of Republican form of government and subject to this limitation only, that have at all times the inalienable right to alter, reform, abolish their government in such manner as they may think expedient. So, having said that, would you would you agree that it is the decision of we the people of Texas, or is it the decision of the Texas legislators as to whether or not we can put uh, have a vote on the state of Texas should reassert its status as an independent nation for or against. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm not asking you if you believe in independence right now or should we leave. What I'm asking you is whose decision is it? Is it we the people or is it the legislature? You've, look, you've asked me a question I've not been asked. You've asked me a question I've not researched. And so I will follow back. You have to research it. Yeah, I just no, read the Texas ma Constitution. Ma'am, I understand. But there, there will be a legal opinion on that. And I don't know what that legal opinion is. And I would want to go to the Attorney General and find out what that really says and really means and what the intent is. You're reading me something for the first time that I have not looked at. And you're asking me a question. And I'm happy to give you an answer and follow up and give you've you the not, answer. You've not ever read the Texas Constitution? Ma'am, ma can't, I can't do no, this anymore. Exhibit A right there, Daniel. <laughs> Exhibit A. Hey, if you don't want to get hammered, don't dress up like an anvil. <laughs> Exhibit A. I mean, when we talk about, when you talk about candidates that got qualified out of round one. Because I mean, the guy, Claver, the guy was a sitting state senator. It's like, well, I, I've not read that. No, no, no. He's, he's the current lieutenant governor. Yeah, but I'm saying when that question was asked, it's not like they plucked him out of, you know, out of the Bowery somewhere, out of some homeless shelter, or that he fell from space. I mean, the guy had already taken an oath to that constitution. It's like, well, you're reading me something I've never heard before. I, I, I need a ruling from the Attorney General Greg Abbott. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> okay, you know, I didn't I didn't mean to be Dan Patrick hammering today because, you know, the current chairman of the Harris County Republican Party last week in public accused me of, you know, uh, hammering Republicans, criticizing, attacking Republicans. I really didn't mean to attack Dan Patrick today, but I mean, if you have Exhibit A, I mean, let's just go to Exhibit A. That's the uh, top of the food chain. Uh, I mean, look, if you can't be bothered with the very beginning of the document that you swore no to, it's like, you know, no, no one would... No one would go... I mean, th think about it. If, if you went to a court of law and said, well, I'm sorry but I didn't read the contract. And I'm like, but your signature's there at the bottom. It's at the bottom. And you didn't read it. Well, guess whose fault that is? That's your fault. And, you know, this is the problem that we run into, Claver. We have, have raved about this for so long that, you know, these, these guys get elected to office and they don't have a clue after they take the oath what's in it. You know, one of the things that we have seen time and time again in all the years we've been yeah. walking the halls in Austin is that you go to these guys and you tell them about Article 1, Section 1, Article 1, Section 2, and, and they look like they got slapped upside the head with a two-by-four. I mean, it is the most unbelievable thing. Some of these guys have been there so long, their butts have fossilized to the chairs. I mean, they, some of these guys have been there long enough, they probably remember when you could smoke on the floor of the house. No, 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 you're not joking. Tom Craddock has been there for half a century. Sinfronia Thompson has been there for half a century. 
the guy either retires or dies in office. It doesn't matter. He or his family into, you know, forever and ever to the Lord Jesus comes back is going to get 150k a year, forever. It's amazing. Under the current, that guy's been there for half a century, dude. I know. Fifty years. Fifty years. Sinfronia Thompson's been there, chairman of the Locals and Consent Calendars Committee. Almost fifty years, man. I know. And, and, you know, one of the things that we have seen is they almost to a person when, when you quote article one, section one or article one, section two, they, they flip, they don't, they don't know. They're, when Jim Keffer retired, the Strauss, one of the original Strauss 11, Jim Keffer out of the, uh, out of the, uh, uh, Granbury, um, Eastland, Cisco area up there. Um, when, when, when he retired 20 years for all the damage he did to Texas for it, as much of an enemy of liberty and the people of – this guy tried to damage the, the people's ability to petition, literally take petitions. He wanted to outlaw that, this guy. And he walks away after 20 years. He's getting 60 grand, 60 grand a year of, of pension. Him, when he dies – his wife, when she dies, their children, when they die, grandchildren, et cetera. Unbelievable. Well, you know, one of the things that we talked about was that was, you know, after, after my run against Ritter was probably one of the reasons that he ran so hard was he only needed one more term to be fully vested, you know, <laughs> for the retirement, yeah. exactly. you know. And, I, and, you know, he owns, you know, the guy's got money and he owns things, and it was kind of a joke, but probably not that much of a joke. I mean, it probably wasn't that far off the mark. But, you know, I, I think that, you know, noticing the abandonment rate um, of the survey, that about, you know, 60% that started it abandoned the candidate survey when it came to the Article 1, Section 1 question, uh, I think is, is pretty telling. And, it, and I think the message for folks like us is that we've got to start holding these candidates to a much, much higher standard on the core issues related to the governance of Texas, and especially in reasserting our status as an independent nation. Uh, I, I told the members last night, Claver, and I will say it again for all the listeners on RER, I will not cast my vote for a single candidate that, uh, that did not bother to ask for the vote of our TNM supporters and fill out that survey. They will not get my vote in this cycle. And, and I'm challenging... I'm challenging all of our supporters to do the same. Look, uh, they don't. If they're going to try to take us for granted, then there is no better way to prove our worth than to show them what it's like when uh, we are not around. Um, that's how you absolutely develop political power. Look, Daniel. Look, I'm running out of time, man. Can I get with Kyra Letterman and maybe have you on tomorrow? I don't know what your media schedule is like, man. To finish out, literally going through the list. Look. Here's the situation. The list, although it's just 18 candidates, it's, it's, it's an astonishing list, and it really needs to have full attention put on it. And there were other things that we really need to get, we needed to talk about. We didn't even get a chance to talk about George Bush. I mean, you know, George P., you know, and, 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 and those problems and Alamo and the whole nine yards. But, you know, um, 
I'll check with Kara and see if I can have you on, you know, if not tomorrow, later on in the week. I don't know, because you're such a media star, especially internationally, you know, no. you, you and Nigel. Farag. If, if you want to know, if you want to know the secret, what's going on right now is I'm, I'm having to spend a large amount of time in the, uh, the expansion of line in the sand. And, uh, it's, it's really, um, uh, you know, when I did line in the sand originally, I did it in 12 days and there has been a lot wait, of, whoa. you did it in, wait, wait, how many pages is line in the sand? Yeah, it was, it was rather large, but I mean, I wrote the book in 12 days. And since then, you know, you've got, there, there's so much water that's come, you know, that's gone under the bridge. Plus there's so much that I did not get to include the first go around that I needed, that I wanted to include. So, uh, it's about 50% more content, especially related to that idea of what is a nation and, and making the determination as to whether or not Texas, by criteria and by design, is, is a, a nation state. So there's a lot of that in there, plus a expansion of a lot of the practical aspects of being a Texas nationalist. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I never shared of uh, in Line in the Sand was my personal story about how I got from, you know, having a, a red, white, and blue rah-rah American wedding to being a Texas nationalist. And so I'm going to be, I'm going to be sharing a lot of that personal backstory uh, in the book. Uh, you know, it goes back to what Simon Sinek says, which is nobody cares about the what or how until they understand your why. And that's really what the expansion of uh, line in the sand is going to be about. Uh, yeah. That's your testimony, if you will. <clears throat> you know, so I'm looking forward to that in Texas. Um, in days, in, 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 in sectors uh, to come, segments to come, we will be continuing to talk about that. And I am now officially under contract. I must now write a review of Texas by the author Daniel Miller. As he has said, if he provides me an advanced copy, then I must provide him with a review, which, which should please my, my mother, the retired... <clears throat> librarian that I'll be writing a book review <laughs> but not a book report <laughs> not a book report <laughs> I had plenty of those oh my lord oh thanks Daniel wonderful conversation thanks Claver maybe, maybe we'll get you to talk talk tomorrow I hope so sounds great all right that's it